All right, welcome to the Legacy Blueprint. I'm super excited to uh, welcome my next guest, Nate Bailey. Nate is from Man Wealth and Shield Maiden, um, super coach. And uh, Nate's got some really, really interesting stuff to share with us this morning. I actually did an interview with Nate a few weeks ago, and we had a great chat. So uh, I'm really excited to welcome Nate on the show. So Nate, welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I had a great time with you on my podcast, like you said, just a few weeks ago, and uh, excited to be here for, for yours. Thanks. Fantastic. Fantastic, brother. So, so man, again, can you give us a little bit of background? I mean, how'd you get started? Walk us through it. Yeah, well, that's an uh, interesting question. Um, it really all started for me. I don't know, you know, it's hard to say when it really started, but you know, a little over four years ago, I was in a point in my life where you know, things weren't exactly working out the way I maybe envisioned they would or hoped to wish and dream they would. And, um, you know, I, I wanted different results. I just didn't know exactly how to do that. And so kind of went on this journey of really investing in myself significantly through coaching and mentors. And, and uh, it was really scary. Uh, but yet at the same time, it was kind of one of those moments where I just didn't, like I said, I didn't know what I didn't know. And, and, um, and so I, luckily I, uh, I did that. I took that leap, took that step. My life has significantly changed since then. It looks uh, extremely different than it did four years ago. And through that, I met, uh, my current business partner that I have today with, with the programs you just mentioned, Manuel and Shield Maiden Sitema Ali. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, you could really look back to that moment as, Taking that, making that step, taking that huge decision that was one that really I had every other, every reason probably not to do it <laughs> for many different ways. But thankfully, um, I did. I fought through that resistance and, uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, I just, you know, life is never perfect, right? Uh, but, but at the same time, life is really good and I'm glad I made the decision to do that. So that's kind of how. I got on this path because through that meeting Sutema, realized that was something really that I wanted to do, be a coach and a, and a leader and a, a mentor myself. And so, yeah, I think first, before you do anything, you got to live it, you got to really live it. And so I was on that path of living it and getting my life in order and my life on track and the path that I wanted to be on so that I could then, you know, help others do the same thing. Yeah. It's awesome, man. I mean, me and you have a very, very similar, um, you know, kind of shift in focus. I mean, I, about five or six years ago when I got to my first real, I mean, I call my, my first real mastermind, right? But I mean, I had gone to a lot of seminars and things like that. But the first yeah. time I was a real room with a real mentor and like real people doing real things, uh, it's a game changer, right? It makes you feel actually yeah. uncomfortable. They say you shouldn't be the, the smartest guy in the room. And the first time you get into a room where everyone around you is doing real things, it's like, holy crap. And uh, so I can relate to you 100%, man. I think that's why me and you get along so well. I just... Yeah. Uh, I definitely, I definitely have that same, uh, that same uh, feeling for the coaching mentorship space. And it's been a game changer for me as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, no, I remember our stories are very similar in, in that standpoint, like you said, and uh, yeah, you talk about being in the room, um, <laughs> the room, this room of people that I was in with, like, yeah, again, I, I don't know that I, yeah, I don't know that you don't ever belong anywhere, but like, you know, a lot of these men that, that were in this room with me in this group were, uh, especially financially, business-wise, were just in a different stratosphere. And so, you know, yeah. I don't know, there was something interesting there that happened, though, too, because I never really, it didn't, it, 
yeah, I think it would it would keep a lot of people playing really small and hiding and probably not really being able to maximize um, what was in front of them, the opportunity. So there was something inside of me that, that didn't really ha have anything about that. Although uh, when I look back, I'm like, man, there's some really, really, there were some ballers in yeah. that room I was with. And, and I think that's part of the reason that I did step up to the plate and, and, uh, and, and make some of the shifts that I have. Yeah, I mean, it forces you to, to operate at a different level, right? It forces you yeah. to put your, push your thermostat up to a different, uh, to a different Fahrenheit. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so the show is called uh, The Legacy Blueprint, and, you know, uh, everyone seems to have a different definition of, of legacy. So, Nate, I'm wondering, you know, how do you define legacy? It's interesting you say that because I've written, I, like, legacy has been a big part of, of my message for a while, um, I've shifted a little way uh, away from it, but yeah, my uh, second book I wrote, actually my first two had legacy in the title and the second one was called Liberty legacy. Nice. So that's kind of how I I define legacy is, you know, I think a lot of times people look at it as something that you leave behind and yeah, it definitely is that, uh, I think it's often looked at maybe more like from a financial standpoint of, you know, I'm going to live, leave this, pot of money there but really for me your legacy is just all encompassing exactly what we teach inside of our programs man wealth and shield man about being a wealthy man and or a wealthy woman in all areas of life not just financially and so for me i want to live my legacy i don't want to live this life not enjoy it and just leave it behind for somebody else like that's great but i want to be able to live it enjoy the journey along the way which is really like you know me the process of building and leaving the legacy is living it as well. So that's kind of how I define legacy is, is it's, it's, it's not a future thing. It's uh, it's right here, right now thing. I love that, man, because I actually didn't know that about man wealth. And it's, it's, it's funny cause it's, it's very, um, I talk about living it and leaving it, you know? So I think yeah. there's a combination there of both. And uh, that, that was really well, that was really well put. I like that a lot. So, um, I like to throw a couple of like zingers in there. So, so what's your, this is a good one. I think what, what's your go-to order at your favorite restaurant, your local restaurant. So if you were to go out to eat, you're a guy, you're, you're, you're in shape. Do you have, do you have a splurge meal? Yeah, well, right. You know, I've, uh, nutrition has been a pretty big focus for me and I've been doing some things differently that like a lot of intermittent fasting with keto. And so lately my go-to has been uh, ribeye with, with a lot of vegetables like asparagus or um, broccoli, beans, and maybe like a sweet potato or something like that. But a big juicy ribeye. Yeah, man. It's kind of my go-to right now. Ribeye's my style too. Dry aged, yeah. right? Got to be aged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate, what are you curious about right now? What do you what do you what do you um, what are you studying? What's next? I mean, I know a guy like you is always progressing, always leveling up. So so what do you uh, what makes you curious right now? Yeah. That's, I listen, I think lately, like I'm listening to this uh, book called The Trillion Dollar Coach, Bill Campbell. Um, and, you know, we are starting to move into the corporate space and, and doing some corporate training. And we have our Manuel and Shield Man, which are really working with individual entrepreneurs and business owners from across the country. And we've gotten into the corporate space. And so, again, it's just continuing to learn how to lead and coach. And especially when you're working with companies and uh, 
CEOs, you know, they can be very a unique set of individuals, um, you know, just to to have the success that they have, and there's just a certain personality that you that you have, and so it's just learning how to really relate and communicate a message to help them see some things differently, to help them lead and create a vision differently. Um, so that's what I've really been concentrating on is is um, learning more about just continuing how how I can become a better leader, a better coach for the clients. Uh, that we have as we grow and expand you know that means that we grow and expand to maybe a different level of person not good or bad but just you know it's just you got to continue to evolve otherwise you kind of get left behind or you get stagnant you get stuck at a certain level yeah no I can 100% relate to that that's interesting too I mean you know you think about I mean our, our coaching mentorship programs and we're generally dealing with uh, you know very successful people but you're talking about people that uh, you know in my in my experience are less than let's say a hundred employees. So, um, you know, that corporate yeah. space has to be a whole different animal and they're used to a whole yeah. different type of training, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's what we're, you know, we're kind of, we found it's, it's grown organically, but it's growing fast. And uh, so it's fun to see, but yet at the same time, it's, you know, what can I do to, to be the best prepared and suited to in those situations? Do you guys see better scale in that market? I think so. We think so. We, you know, we're trying to figure that out. But yeah, that's the theory is that with the corporations comes, they have the budget for, for these types of events. Um, they have, uh, and there's a huge need. Like you realize that they're also, other. you know, I talked about the, the maybe the different level that they're at, but also there's not that much different, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you realize that when you start to have the conversations with these folks, yeah, there are, a lot of them are super successful and from the outside looking in, um, maybe have everything going together, but, but that's not necessarily always the case. And, and uh, they're not that much different than everyone else. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Different level. It's kind of like when you have more money, you have bigger problems. Mm -hmm. um, so the problems aren't necessarily that different. They're just bigger. Yeah. hundred percent. So you actually bring up a good point. And, you know, they say that this knowledge business that we're both in is going to be a three, four billion dollar business in the next 18 to 24 months. I mean, Nate, what kind of what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is maybe looking to start a, a side business or a side hustle or maybe make this become a full time thing? I mean, you turned this into your full time business three, four, five years ago. Um, you've become a full time coach. You're, you're sharing your knowledge, your wealth, your background and helping people become better at what they do, become you know, better at their lifestyle, their finances, their business. Um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who maybe, you know, feels that, that pull, that desire to go help others in that similar way, but, you know, maybe they're on the fence, maybe they're, they're kind of afraid or, or you know, what, what maybe got you over that, over that hurdle? I think in order to do anything, you have to first be willing, like, so to be a coach, Right. If you want people to pay you and there's nothing wrong with being paid, like that's the point, right? If they're not going to pay, they're not going to invest and they're not going to put the effort in and they're really not going to get the results that they want. There's a lot of people that want things for free. I'm sure you get people reaching out to you all the time. I want your time or want your opinion. And, and it's not that you don't want to help people. It's that, you know, you have a life too and you have a business and you have things going on and you know, it's not that you're a jerk. It's just that you, your time is valuable and you can't just give it away for free, especially when you've invested at such a high level to, to get to where you're at. 
and um, is to number one, they got to be willing to invest it themselves. Like if you're going to ask, if you're going to be a coach and you're going to be coaching clients and you know, you want to get to a level where you're charging 50,000 to a hundred thousand dollars to work maybe one-on-one or something over the year, like you better have been willing to invest that amount into yourself plus some probably in order to be able to then go and serve somebody else at that level. And so it's, yeah, investing in yourself, it's living it yourself. And then it's just putting the message out there. Um, You know, I think back to where I started to where I am today. I can see the growth. I can listen to old podcast episodes that I've done in the past and uh, just, just hear how brutal it was. But the fact that I was just out there and I was just putting myself out there and it was really uncomfortable to do that in the beginning um because i wasn't used to it it wasn't necessarily who i was but just i mean if you want to build a following if you want to have some influence if you want to help others you want to impact them inspire them motivate them um put a message out like you can't just sit home and and expect that it's going to happen you have to go out and you have people you have to let people know who you are and and how they can uh, hear about you and see what you're doing and follow you uh, kind of get to know you before they're going to ha- open their wallets and give you give you money and ask you to you know help them. So yeah. my biggest thing is live it first and like don't don't wait until you're ready. I just did a Spartan race yesterday. It was one of my biggest lessons, or not yesterday, but this weekend was uh, too many people. You know they they wait till they're ready. Well, you're never going to be ready. I mean, you hear Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, some of the greatest after they win championships. A lot of times they're talking about how they weren't necessarily ready, how they wish they would have prepared maybe a little bit differently or how they wish they could have done this, had that playback, right? Like they weren't necessarily ready, but it didn't mean that they weren't going to show up, you know, when the lights were on and, and put it all out there. Yeah. And so that's for me, you know, again, going back to anyone that wants to do anything, it's, it's find somebody that you can emulate uh, that's where you want to be and do what they're doing plus plus some and not wait until everything's perfect yeah i love that man i mean going back to what you were originally talking about is when people pay they pay attention right like yeah. I, I always say everything that tony robbins teaches on stage can be available it's it's, it's on youtube right there's there's a netflix yeah. literally on upw you can watch the whole damn thing i mean i've intended it <laughs> and it's life-changing in yeah. person but you can watch everything the man says on YouTube almost verbatim. He's been teaching the same stuff for 30 years. The difference is you'll pay $2,500, get a VIP ticket, stand in the front row, and your life will be impacted because you've invested in yourself. You've taken three days off. You've gone to New York yep. City. You've stood in front of him. And you've invested in paying to be there, and now you're paying attention. You know, the stuff that I teach my $30,000 a year mastermind clients is not that much different than what I put on Facebook Live for free. The difference is when they're paying 30 grand a year, they're, they're hanging on every word and they're listening and they're paying attention and, they're, and then they're taking, they're taking actual implementation and action and, you know, a consistent, predictable action on what I'm teaching rather than just, yeah. oh, that was a nice Facebook video. It was great. Awesome content, Joe. High five. All right. Back to the normal grind. Right. You know, you know, so you get into this coaching thing, guys. And, you know, again, what Nate said, if you got value to give, you got to have value to give first, right? Make sure you give the value. But then again, you know, right after that, make sure you're charging because people will pay attention when you're charging them and they, and they will, um, you know, they will take action and they'll work with intent and they'll work with purpose if you teach them to. 
and, and that's a very important piece to that business, I think. Yeah, I think, and just one other thing is just like start where you're at, right? Um, like in the beginning, I'm sure you weren't charging thirty thousand dollars out the gate. Mm -hmm. um, you start where you're at. You do, I did, I did free events. I would just fill a room, and then I would like give them some kind of a pitch at the end. But that was just getting practice. Yeah, and that's the only way to get better is to get in front of people and to start working with people, and and again, just start where you start from where you are. Absolutely. And now it's so easy to, in today's day and age, right? Social media, hop on you know, Facebook Live, Instagram, mm -hmm. Snapchat, I don't care. You'll get some exposure just in front of a camera and then, you know, yeah. get five or 10 people in a room, go do a free seminar, speak at somebody's event. And there's events going on yeah. everywhere. Just go, just go speak yeah. for 10 minutes. Uh, there's so many ways you can make impact and, you know, just getting out of your comfort zone for 10 minutes and, and going and speaking about something. You'd be amazed at the reaction um, that people give you just by, just by, you know, um, going out there and putting out your message. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, and, and the other thing that's interesting, I think the more this knowledge business takes off, there's a person for every, every message, right? You, you could be teaching basket weaving. There's still people that want to learn about basket weaving. <laughs> right. I don't care what you're teaching. Somebody wants to learn about what you're teaching and there's a market out there. The cool thing about social nowadays, Nate, is that, you know, you have access to 7 billion people at the, at the, at your fingertips and you can, you can niche them down to like the, 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 the smallest niche level and you can find those people almost instantaneously. I don't care what you're yeah, teaching, really is incredible. You te whatever you want to teach, you know, so that's the yeah, knowledge. Absolutely. Awesome. So, um, so Nate, talk, talk to us about, you know, maybe something you've failed at. Is there something you've failed at or, you know, bounced real hard or, you know, I mean, I mean we've all had our, our, our failures in, back, in the background, something that's, you know, been a big learning lesson for us that's helped us bounce back in a big way. Yeah, I have to pick just one or what? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it happened to us every week, but maybe something happened yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I just wrote a book called The 100 Mile Mindset, and in that journey last year, I decided I wanted to see if I could run a hundred miles. And, and, uh, along the way I did run a hundred miles without, you know, without stopping under 30 hours in, in a race. Um, but I failed twice before that. And so, uh, the first, first attempt was at the Keta 100 in Wisconsin last June, and I made it 64 miles and missed a cutoff and got kicked off the course. So that was my first failure. And it could have been very easy for me to just be like, hey, pat on the back, great job. You know, he ran 64 miles. It's nothing to shake your head at. And uh, it's way further than I'd ever ran or thought of running before. And a lot of people were like, hey, great job. Like, you know, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And, um, and I think there was a time in my life where I probably would have said, hey, you know, that's good enough. Um, but really, like I, to be a man or a person of your word, like that's what it's all about. And when you can tell somebody you're going to do something and, and they can just count on it, like they just know. Like, yeah, Nate said he's going to do this. I just, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to do it. Like they can take it to the bank, they can cash it because he said he was going to do it. And because he's shown through uh, time and experience that when he says he's going to do something, he actually does it. And, uh, and so I didn't want to be the person that, you know, took this step back, this failure, it was a failure for me. And then just be like, ah, that's good enough and, and quit. And so then I signed up for another one in July, uh, about a month and a half later, made it 75.6 miles. And again, it was stronger then. I was like, man, why are you doing this? 
and uh, it's okay. Like you don't need to keep going. But I was like, no, I got to do this. And uh, so, so failure is great because it teaches you so much. There's so many things that I learned. I, I wasn't ready to run a hundred miles that first and second time because I just didn't know enough. I didn't have enough experience. And so I, I was gathering information the whole time. I was learning. I was meeting people. I was having experiences that I wouldn't have otherwise had. I was, I, I was gaining a ton of lessons that I, that I, that I took, uh, that helped me along the way, not just physically inside of my fitness and nutrition and running a hundred miles, but it, that have overflowed into all areas of my life. And so I was able to take those two failures and then be successful on the third attempt mm. for hundred miles. And so, uh, that's one that's really present for me because like I said, I just wrote the book and, and, uh, that's, just came out here a few months ago. Dude, that's some extreme mental and physical resistance right there, man. I, I, I can't even imagine. That's <laughs> so the first time you failed. I want everyone to understand this. The first time you failed at running 100 miles, you did two marathons. Am I doing the right math there? Yeah, more than two marathons, right. Yeah. That's, that's unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you know, there's a thought of like, now I got to, it would have been much easier to just, do the hundred the first time I could have saved myself about 170 plus miles that I had to run in addition to finally do it right so <laughs> there's that thought of man like well, I ran 64 well now I gotta go do this again yeah um so yeah man that is that's that's extreme brother I was just um I actually just uh I follow a guy named Frank McKinney who's a, a big developer down in uh, Florida I don't know if you know him he's uh, uh he also does a ton for charity in Haiti um and we've donated to um and so that's the reason I follow him and uh, he just ran the Badlands or attempted to run the Badlands uh, 135 uh, or something like that. And it's, it's like his 25th attempt. Bad water? 135. Bad water. Is that what it is? Bad water? Yeah. That, and, that is a brutal race, man. Yeah. It's unreal. And I mean, uh, don't quote me on this, but he's, he's finished it like 10 times. Uh, but he's also, oh, you know, try, attempted and failed it, you know, probably twice as many times. And uh, literally, he went to do it this year, and, and uh, in, in the first step or ten steps he took, he fra he, uh, he pulled a tendon in his foot or ripped a tendon in his foot, and oh, wow. he only ran ten miles this year, and unfortunately, oh. but uh, I was just looking at the update on that. It's just got to be brutal mental torture to run for ten miles, attempting 135 miles with with you know any type of injury, let, yeah, let alone a fresh one. You know, yeah, well, in the bad water, I mean, just so people know, like, they have, that's through Death Valley, that's it's like 135, 40 degrees, and like your feet, the people run on the white lines on the road because the asphalt is so hot that their feet burn, like, so they try and run on that little white strip. <laughs> and it's uh, that race is no joke. Like, in the back of my mind, I maybe someday would love to attempt that, but that's incredible that, that your buddy has, has done that that many times. Yeah, talk about uh, talk then, Like you said, yeah, to have that, you know, to try and push through something like that. I attempted a 200-miler, and I made it 30 miles. This was in April, and I twisted my knee. Like, it was raining, with, and it was on these dirt trails, and they were just all pure mud and wet and slick, and, and, uh, oh. and it was the same thing. I twisted my knee, and, and so sometimes we could tie – like our identity to those things. And so if we fail, then we can, if we're not careful, we can really like feel like we're this failure. And so that's another, that's like the opposite, the flip side of it, right? Like, you know, your buddy makes it 10 miles and he probably felt like, man, that, you know, it could be easy to feel that like, oh, I just, I let people down. I'm a failure. And really 
that's not the case at all, but it can be, it can be easy to fall into that if you're not careful. Well, Nate, you've definitely motivated me to go run a 5K this weekend. I'll tell you that. I love it, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, I want to respect your time here, and I want to make sure that, uh, you know, we – we get to, we get to the uh, the good stuff here. So so you have man wealth and you have shield maiden. Obviously, man wealth is for the men. Shield maiden is for the ladies. You got a couple of events coming up. Man wealth in August. Shield maiden in September. Um, so tell us, you know, what's the most common reason that that people would would end up at one of these events? I mean, you know, what's the background? What are they What are they looking to uh, achieve at one of your events? And you know, what do you guys bring? Yeah, it's um, you know, it's in Southern California. It's it's three and a half days, um, and, and it's full go, and we're really deep diving into people's lives. And people come for different reasons. Again, the majority of our men and women are they're entrepreneurs, business owners, so they have this, you know, unique stress of, of running a business, having employees, yet keeping it together, married, kids, and taking time to stay healthy and fit. And uh, sometimes in life, you just get into this path where you kind of lose yourself. And so, or you get stuck and you don't know how to get yourself out. Um, And so it's, again, it's not just being wealthy financially, but we focus on what we call the big four, physical, uh, spiritual, relational, and financial, and and being wealthy in all areas. And so we take them to the beaches and, and we work them hard and we kind of break them down a bit and uh, build them back up we talk there's a lot of teamwork there's a lot of leadership stuff there's a lot of deep dive emotional mental work that we do too we have you know principles and, and we we have so much content that we teach but really it's all about breaking the old self-gravity you know in order to to go to this new level or to get to what to what where you want in your life um you have to kind of be open to new possibilities new perspective uh and sometimes there's just some things you can't see for yourself and so we help them to do that by working with them we work for about four weeks before before they get here they create a bond with each other and uh, we just go to work and in over three and a half days um, you know they do they come out a a different person and so it could be they want to do a little bit better in business Um, it could be uh, learning how to communicate differently to their team and to their employees or to their wife or their husband, depending on Manuel Shield Maiden as a parent, uh, how to relate and, uh, you know, how to sometimes their marriage is like, it's this is the last step. Like, I don't know what else to do. They've tried counseling. Maybe they just don't know. And, and so they want to, like, do everything they can, exhaust all avenues before they make a decision that could significantly impact their life. So a lot of it is on the line for each of these men and women. And we don't take that lightly. And we have incredible results you know, through what we do. We really refined it over the time, and we continue to get better. And uh, it's it's a it's a definite. Um, we have a definite deep calling for the work that we do, and we don't take it lightly. So, awesome, man, awesome. So, um, Nate, where do they get the information about it, and how can they, uh, you know, how can the audience reach you? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, I mean, they could go to shield uh, shieldmaidenlive.com or manwealth.com. And uh, you can get all the info. So if, it's, if, if this sounds like something where you'd want to check some more out, there's some powerful videos that you can hop on those, those links and check out. I also have links to those on my website, NateBaileySpeaks.com. Awesome. Awesome. Anything uh, I didn't cover? Anything I missed, Nate? 
No, I, you know, if, if anyone does want to check out my book, they can get the audio version for free at uh, 100milemindset.com. You know, Fantastic. Other than that, that's all I got, man. I appreciate you having me on. Fantastic, brother. Hey, guys, listen, if you uh, found value in this episode or any one of our episodes, all we ask is that you leave a comment, leave a testimonial, give us five-star reviews, share it with other people. We're excited that you're listening. We're excited you're paying attention. The backing is growing every single week, every single month. We'd love to see it. We'd love to see the engagement. And when you do comment, we reach out and we send you free goodies. So make sure you uh, leave a comment, leave a five-star review. So once again, appreciate you, Nate. Thank you for being on this week. And uh, man, I'm looking forward to catching up with you again soon.